in control As a small biz pro, I so we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Good afternoon, everyone. This is The Business Zone with Crystal and Coach Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, folks, we're going to have an amazing show. We've got a very special guest that we're going to bring you today. If you've ever been thinking about writing a book or you started writing a book, but you got stuck and you're going, ah, what do I need to do? Well, our guest today, folks, is going to really walk you guys through that and show you how to do that. So uh, we'll bring her out in a little bit. But in the meantime, I want to speak with my co-host. So co-host, how are you doing today? I am good. Like I told a friend of mine, Gilbert, uh, everybody has a book-worthy life. And you just don't even know you have it, right? <laughs> so... <laughs> You know, if I were to go back on my journey, man, to the United States, I, I could write like 10 books on that. <laughs> right, exactly. So everybody has a book-worthy life, but it's sometimes just so difficult to get it. So I'm excited uh, to have our guests on the day, so looking forward to it. And uh, it would be a great way to end this week, and this week has been pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, this week yes. I went to... Uh, um, I went to Vermont Slauson's uh, appreciation event last night. And so I got to connect and hang out with people that some people I haven't seen since 2019. <laughs> 2019. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, you oh. Know, they should be giving you an award by now, man. You've done so much in this community. They, they should, you know, they should invite you and say, hey. Let's give her these 10 awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somebody will probably. I think I've gotten one one award um, um, from like doing Recycling Black Dollars, but not for what I've been doing individually. It'll come. Well, well you know, if I they don't do it, what I do. If they don't do it, I'll do it for you. I will get that award and we'll have a, <laughs> an official ceremony. We in, invite all the key people. <laughs> and make sure you get your flowers, okay? Oh, well, you know, I don't do it for that, but okay, that'd be nice. I do it because well, I love it. I, I know that, but guess what? We got to toot our own horn. We uh, got to uh, do that because nobody else is going to toot it for us, so we got to toot our own very, horn. That's very, very true. So you're looking <laughs> awful spiffy today. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm just coming back from an event. I went to uh, the Southern California Black Chamber of Commerce they had their uh, mergers and acquisition uh, event. It's a gala. Uh -huh. And uh, they're, they're sharing with their small businesses how to purchase businesses, how to purchase buildings, and how to acquire them as well, and what it takes to do that, and what are some of the, uh, the qualifications that they need, which uh, leads into minority certification or small business certification. So and women-owned certification as well. So that was pretty good. And oh. so I served on a panel uh, okay. talking about certification. So that was good. How about okay. you? How about you, co-host? Uh, today was a quiet day. I did nothing because all last week. I, I'm still recovering from last week. I, I taught every day last <laughs> week. I coached every hour of the week. Um, 
And then I had a uh, I had to do that pitch competition. So I actually moder I was an MC. So I'm recovering this week. So I did I did have clients, but I canceled a couple of them and uh, took some time out because you can't get any work done. That's the reason why we call you Superwoman because you're doing so many things for so many people. And they just don't know how much work and effort you put into it. So that's, yeah. that's yet another reason for us to give you recognition. <laughs> Thank you so much, co-host. <laughs> you know, it's so interesting, though. We, You know, we, the holidays are coming up. So eventually people will not be concerned about me. They'll be more concerned about their turkey <laughs> yeah. and, and their Christmas decoration. <laughs> and I will be pushed back to the back burner. And then I will be, I'll be okay with that. I don't have to be, I'll, and I'll come back in January. <laughs> well, the first week of December, they'll resume with you. They'll be calling you up. Yeah, the first week you. of January. They'll be, yeah. they'll be back. They'll be back. So, but I'm going to enjoy that time frame. So, but I'm cool. I'm good. But tomorrow I have the kids. Yeah. My entrepreneurial uh, program with the, with the children. So um, I got a couple of kids, got some great ideas. So mm -hmm. I got to do some research after we finish today on trends in the area that they want to go in because you know i'm always wanting them to do bigger business right 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 so, um and secret will like this i have actually a couple of kids that are looking at create one young man he's he's 10 and he's already written three books right. wow and uh and so that's his business and mm -hmm. and i have another one that is looking to uh go into publishing and right. he's looking at i think publishing a poem, poetry. So, right. oh, you know, even got some kids on, in the creative space, the content space. <laughs> <laughs> I've got so many questions for Sigrid when she comes on here, uh, because uh, as we're talking, there are questions popping up in my head. So I can't wait for her to get on here so we can okay. talk. Well, um, we're going to get started. Um, yes. I did want to remind everyone that um, this week, next week is Thanksgiving. So, uh, Obviously, this is um, going to be a very thankful Thanksgiving because we have so much craziness going on in the world right now. Yeah. Um, and so praying for everyone that is in um, Ukraine and praying for everyone that's in uh, um, uh, Israel and Palestine um, and all uh, innocent bodies that are caught up in all of this sort of stuff. So praying right. for them. But also... Um, the day after Thanksgiving, uh, at least here in our country. So Secret is actually from Australia, I believe. So we're yeah. in a, that's a different country, but here in America, we will be celebrating um, Black Friday. So we're going to make sure everyone is going out and supporting uh, their businesses and, and spending money because that's going to um, uh, jumpstart the economy. And then we have Small Business Saturday. And so make sure on Saturday you're supporting the small businesses in your communities. And then on Monday, we have Cyber Monday. So mm -hmm. buying mm -hmm. stuff on the online and starting your Christmas jump shopping, jump, jump starting your Christmas shopping. And then on Tuesday is Giving Tuesday. So mm -hmm. make sure after you've done all of that other shopping for yourself and everybody else, now you support the people that are in great need. And this is going to be, uh, for some, it's going to be a very trying year. So Giving Tuesday, give money to all the nonprofits. I mm -hmm. got one. 
I got two yep. actually, recycling <laughs> black dollars. So make sure, so recycling black dollars, you do your shot, your Black Friday, your small business uh, Saturday, and, and your Cyber <laughs> and your Monday. Cyber Monday. <laughs> for recycling black dollars. And then you give to the organization itself. So, so you're hitting them four times. <laughs> and then on Tuesday, uh, Pete Brown Jr. Tennis Program that I sit on the board and I'm the CFO for them. So let's give them. So go to our websites and there are donate buttons there and please support. So I just wanted to get that out there. That sounds very good, co-host. And I just want to remind folks, for those of you who are just tuning in to The Business Zone, this is The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4.30. And if you're a small business, if you're an entrepreneur, or if you are a micro business and you want to get involved in, in the platform that could really help you provide you some coaching, some advice, and some know-how, we usually have guests here on the program which speak to you, the small business and entrepreneurs, or you yourself could be a guest on our show. So please remember that. Now, uh, my co-host is going to pop up on the screen. She's going to pop up a, a QR code for you guys to go ahead and subscribe at YouTube, you want to make sure you go to YouTube, uh, go to the business zone, the business zone with Crystal and Gilbert. And because uh, there, I we just learned that there are some uh, copycats out there calling themselves the business zone, but uh, they cannot walk in our shoes because we're here for, <laughs> we're here for you, small businesses. We're here to help you. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, we are the number one small business program uh, in Southern California. We provide resources. We help you to become business ready, contract ready, loan ready, and even nonprofit ready. So if you're looking to do business with the government, you're trying to obtain government contract, we can assist you with that. And on this show, we can also provide you some guidance. Now, not only do we have guests on the show from week to week, but we also do class in session. So we will definitely have a class, show you how to get contract, show you how to become certified, show you how to set up and, and prepare your books in bookkeeping, looking at those financial statements. We do a lot of different things, guys. So this is just an overview of what the Business Zone does. You've got two professionals here, two business coaches who've been in the industry for over uh, years. <laughs> <laughs> So we've been in the busy. We've, we've been uh, in the in the industry for a few decades, guys. So please uh, check us out. And the Ninja Watchers, those who are just watching this show and don't want to subscribe, come on. It doesn't cost you anything. You don't have to pay to subscribe. It's a free subscription. Just go ahead and subscribe. My host will tell you how. Right. So you can go over to the to the YouTube to our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. Or you can take out your camera and, and, and take a picture of the QR code and go straight to the channel that way. But hit that subscribe button and, and join our family. We just provide you with a wealth of information that can help you and assist you in being a successful in your business. So um, and Gilbert, I just have to add, we're in November, the latter part of November. Oh, so my. we're really in December. So oh, right yeah. now, everyone should be, before the holiday cr crush is, should be really working on getting those your financials in order so mm -hmm. that come December 1st, 
you are in January 1st, you're not in the crunch. Just take take a time and do a little bookkeeping just so that you can enjoy the rest of your holiday. And then come January, you can start worrying about it. But don't wait to April 15th nope. Nope. and do it. And definitely don't call me if it's April 15th. Just a little bookkeeping, guys. That's all you need to do. Just, just a, little a little bit. bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> all righty. So let's bring on our guest because I'm excited to talk to her. And I know you are. And yes. uh, so let me, um, what did I do? Okay. So now we're going to bring her on, Miss. Uh, and then we're going to do a little switch of Rooney over here. So you will have the center of the stage. You <laughs> will be the center of attention there. There you there go. We go. There we go. And uh, welcome, welcome to the business zone. We're so happy to have you. Welcome and to the business zone, Miss Sigrid. The cast day. And folks, she's joining us all the way from Australia. So we want to give her a lot of love. Let's give her a lot of California love. <laughs> all right. Wait, wait, good to have you. So let me tell you a little bit about her. It's going to be short and sweet. But uh, Secret is a three time, not one time, three time international number one best selling author and a high profit, high impact book strategist for women in business who want to expand their brand into a global recognition and visibility with a book. Hey, that's me. <laughs> Originally trained as a photographer, Secret has worked in advertising, public relations, retail management, marketing, and has owned a number of retail stores in which she quickly doubled her profits and tripled her turnover. She formally studied marketing and has direct experience of starting up, building, selling businesses together with different types of marketing that is required during each one of those phases. So right there, look at that book worthy life. <laughs> Welcome, Secret. We're so happy to have you. Thank you. It's wonderful to be here all the way from the other side of the world, which just shows how great we can connect with each other anywhere, isn't it? Yes, it is. That's a, you know, that's the best part, I guess, about the internet is that it just brings so many people together. My niece lives in Cairo, so I get to talk to her every other day, just about. And you just think about five to 20 years ago, we couldn't do that, right? A phone call was really mm. expensive to another country. <laughs> that's right. Yes. So tell us a little bit about your how you got started and... and um, and uh, this whole thing about being a, a best-selling author and uh, what it takes for anybody else to become a best-selling mm. author. Uh, look, there's so much to talk about. It's going to be bringing it into the essence of what, you know, what is of relevance to the listeners of your wonderful um, show here. So as you already mentioned, I've been in business for quite some time and you, uh, you talked about uh, before about purchasing businesses, Gilbert. I heard you say you were at, uh, at a function there. Well, that's how I started in business. I didn't start a business. I purchased a ready-made one. So that's good. an advantage. Mm. I like ah, that. That's nice. You got everything in place. And what I did is how I got to the book writing that when I wanted to switch from one area of my expertise, getting out of those businesses and going into consulting, I discovered the power of a book. When you write a book on an expertise you have, you're instantly elevated 
to that leadership and expertise status. And it really does uh, give you credibility very quickly. I've experienced that three times with my three books. So that's really given me the drive to want to help other people do so as well. And you can do that in small business, no matter what your background is, what your what your business is, chiropractic, finance, bookkeeping, you've mentioned something needs to be done where well, bookkeepers can write a book to really credible, um, credibly show their methodology and how they work as an example. Mm -hmm. But coaches and consultants and especially women in business, they seem to hold themselves back. And yet there's so much story, so much to tell, so much depth to bring out into the world. And that is where I'm focusing on now to help more women write that book. That's important to me right now. That's beautiful, beautiful. Now, I got this question for you, Sigrid. So it's, instead of starting your own business from scratch, you, you chose to purchase a business. What was the reasoning behind that? And I'm sure you've done research where you, you looked at the pros and cons and say, okay, well, starting a business from scratch is over here. These are the things that, that's ranked very positive and these are the things negative. And then you say, okay, acquiring an existing business is over here. These are the things that are positive. These are things that's negative. So what made you decide to do it that way? I wanted to get started from my background at that time, at that point in time of photography. I wanted to go into that area and start my own photography business, very particular in black and white. Mm -hmm. And uh, portrait photographs is what I wanted to do. And when I went through the research, what I needed, it became clearer and clearer. At that time, everything in photography was moving towards more digital and very different mm -hmm. uh, appeal and approach that people had around that. And I was offered, mm, here is the opportunity to jump into a uh, diamond jewelry business. You know, you've got marketing, you know how you could use that in the business and just keep building your business from that perspective rather than having to start from scratch. This is all laid out. I was invited in and I thought about it for a little while. I knew absolutely nothing about jewelry. <laughs> I didn't know anything, you know, the different carrots and the and the diamonds particularly too. How do you tell the difference and, and all of that. But I was intrigued. I just found it was interesting to still build something, to still create something, but from the perspective of here is my foundation already in place. And so let me take it further let me take it higher and that's what I did so I took that opportunity and and bought that uh, jewelry business and it just did everything different to what the jewelers at that time here in this country were doing and I grew that business very well and very quickly very nice I and like I would that. imagine your because Gilbert and I both find that most of our small businesses Gilbert and I both are coaches and we and we coach small businesses and micro businesses and growing growth businesses and marketing is usually something they just that is marketing and finance are the two things that they ignore the most. <laughs> <laughs> 
That is true. <laughs> and I think, too, you are very right there. Marketing is often that area that people find a little bit scary because they don't really understand how it comes together and, you know, what is necessary. And there's a lot of information about marketing out there, but you need to really work on how that applies to your particular business. And that whole area of marketing led me to going into book writing and helping others to write their book. After that first business, when I successfully sold that and I bought another one, again, in, a, in an area I had no clue uh, about the industry itself, I've always learned very quickly about what I needed to know. But it's always, as you say, it's the marketing that's key. And that is my biggest background. So again, that helped me with the second one as well. And when I started my marketing agency a little later, I discovered people were coming to me with their book finished, published, but they couldn't market it. And I had a look at what did I do with my books mm -hmm. different to what they have maybe missed on. And, and that's how I developed the framework that I offer now, very different, starting with marketing, not leaving it to last. That's a big key point. Wow, that's amazing. Now, um, you've chosen to write books. You also have a background in photography. Now, which one of those did you do for i'm assuming you did photography first because you got years of experience in that but then you probably said hmm let me put a book together on my photography experience and all of that right but as you're doing that you're loving it and you're finding out wow this is beautiful so you probably said let me take this to the next level right and then folks keep contacting you and asking you questions about hmm how did you do this right and then that's how you were able to start telling them right yes absolutely look it's um it, it's come through photography is uh, is a visual art as you as you know but it also requires you to know the pictures you are creating how are they going to be perceived and they are not just for yourself like anything in business it's always for a customer for someone else isn't it so mm -hmm. you've got to have that appeal and that approach to it that yes i love it it's my style but i also need to find mm -hmm. what are other people going to think and want about it very much the same with writing a book mm -hmm. sometimes authors think about a topic they really love and they feel they want to share but they're not really digging into who they are going to share it with mm -hmm. and that is where that disconnect can come from that it makes it really difficult to bring the book with the topic that they've chosen and in particular with the book title they've chosen to bring that out to the wider audience to get the appeal happening and I just I was watching that so photography took me to the marketing which is related from the you know appealing and engaging others and bringing something visual out there mm -hmm. and that then led me to seeing writing the books and uh, and seeing how others are doing it quite differently and bringing all of those parts together that were floating around as I discovered. And, and I thought, you know, Gilbert, you know, for years I've been talking about the book, but and, and not doing it in, in finance, but I'm doing it in business um, startup and so forth, because that's really what I, I teach on. But I just thought, wow, 
how many books are already out there? What the heck can I say that's different? <laughs> and that's the one thing that kept me from, it was like, okay, I don't have anything new to say. <laughs> so what am I going to write about? So what happens when you're in, you know, as, as a subject matter expertise, you're not the only person that's a subject mm -hmm. matter expertise. What helps you make to fine tune or dive into an area that doesn't sound repetitive? Great question, Crystal. Absolutely great question. And that is what happens quite often that holds women in particular back from writing, but it also brings some people out into the sphere of writing their book and not having planned for it. So the first step is to plan. Yes, you are coaching, you're coaching in startup, in the startup area, if I got that right just mm -hmm. now from what mm -hmm. you've said. Mm -hmm. So then with my work, for example, working with me, we would really unlayer what exactly is it that makes you different. And there is something somewhere that you may not even see yourself at this point in time. But through a process of questioning you, getting to know you, getting to know your business, we'll be able to unlayer exactly that point of difference. Now, just as an example, it's not about coaching as such, but I had a client and she was in trauma recovery in that area of coaching and working with clients. And she wanted to write about the methodology she was using there. But through the process of working with me and talking about what really in trauma recovery it is that made a difference for her, made her different, we discovered that it was really around uh, rage, helping people to overcome rage and to really put that completely aside to create a new life. So the trauma that left rage behind for the purpose, purpose. So we focus on that element for her book. And that was a huge success for her because the topic of rage was big in the media that allowed her to tap into media stories, be interviewed by various media channels on that topic and therefore on her book and really make an impact and become widely known, widely recognized for helping people overcome rage from trauma and have her book well established and acknowledged. So it's about planning in, in, in one word, planning what makes you different. Ah, okay. So you have to identify kind of almost like starting a business, right? What makes you different? What makes you stand? What's your value proposition? So you yeah. have to kind of do your book outline or your book thought process in the brainstorming in the same exact way. That is that is exactly it. And as you just said, starting a business, sometimes people jump in and I've seen it. They, they had a great idea. They might have seen some wonderful fashion in Bali on a holiday and people were saying, oh, yes, I love those dresses you brought back. Yes, yes, start a business. And then they didn't do any research as to who would actually want those. And so the business is not really going ahead. Very similar to that. You want to do the planning first. Right. And, and it's so me. I have a, a really uh, mentor and a really good friend. She does a book expo every um, April. And I mean, everyone has all these amazing books. And then you go, so how many books have you sold? And mm -hmm. they'll go, oh, few here at this expo every year, right? They come back to me every year. It's like, well, what's your marketing strategy? And they're like, well, I come to the expo. Well, no. <laughs> <laughs> it really that's, needs that's to be amazing. so when, so when you when what what does a marketing 
plan look like for and did you do it before you write your first word or do you do it when you've completed where in the process do you start the 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 marketing piece <laughs> great question again and that is what we, we've just touched on is you got to start that in the planning phase so uh, using my very first book as an example, I wanted to move from the area of being in retail and having retail businesses into consulting. So I wanted to use expertise I had around working with staff because I always had really great staff in my businesses. And so many small businesses around me at that time were saying, well, how do you find such good staff? My staff doesn't do what I want them to. And I've just trained them and they leave again. So I thought, no, I've never had those you know, experiences. So let me write a book about it, which I, I did with a finished book because my purpose for the book was that I wanted the book to show and share my expertise on working with staff, finding and keeping great staff. I knew exactly who I needed to target. Small businesses with about eight to 10 staff. That was my experience with my own people and businesses. So I knew exactly who would want to read my book. And I knew what they were looking for, how to find and keep great staff. Book title, there it is, right there. So bringing together the target audience, the reader, the people I want to bring to me so that they see me as expert, putting that book out there, my marketing strategy at that time with that book was to send a gift-wrapped copy to those businesses around me at that time and then following that up with a phone call. Did you receive my book? Did you like my gift? And getting into a conversation, answering their questions and then saying to me, you know what, I need to work with you. Bang, Ooh. there I got my contracts. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Which, 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 seg which segues into my next question for you. So um, as, a, as an author uh, putting out your material in the marketplace, how do you tie that into government contracting? Do you, um, do you sell your expertise that, and then they use the book as a guide or how does that work? Well, again, that would depend on the planning and what the purpose is you'd like to achieve. So if you want to get more contracts in the field of, you know, in the government, then you would need to have a look at what type of government department are you looking at? How are they doing their selection process to bring someone like you in with your expertise, for example? Then you could use your particular methodology describing that in the book with your background. But just the, you know, just the fact that you have have made the time to put a book together. And we're not talking here encyclopedia size, hundreds right, and right. hundreds of pages. We're talking something reasonably um, able to read through. You could use that book and then send it to the decision maker at that uh, department to engage into a conversation with them around the expertise that you would bring working with them or their department or contributing to something that they need your help or would need your help for. So that would be one way. But as I said, you know, I would dig in very deep to see what other ways there might be. So it really comes down to this planning, being really clear on what you want to achieve with that book, what you want the book to do for you. You want the book to elevate you. You want the book to bring you clients. Then we would look at a different strategy. 
you want the book to just use it on the speaking circuit to get speaking engagement. Again, a different strategy for that. So it would be very individual is what I would say. Excellent, yeah. excellent. So part of writing a book is the title. So you got to grab your audience. So some people, when they select their title for the, for the book cover, they have some level of shock value to it. <laughs> some people have um, a familiar theme or some people just try to be different that will make people pick up the book and go, what is this about? Let me see what it's about. So what's your style? How, how do you select your title? The first thing I would say is, as I just mentioned with the uh, with the first book that I wrote, I knew exactly who I wanted to write it for because I knew what I wanted to achieve by having that book. So you use a title that offers a solution to the people you want to have the book, you know, read that book and the people, you, if you want to bring them into your business as clients. So you need to make that connection instantly. When they read the book title, they know, wow, that's for me. That's what I'm looking for. Right. Using a shock title or an in, a, a title where, where somebody will say to you, oh, it's got to be mysterious and people will, will do exactly what you just said, Gilbert. Oh, what is this about? Think about it. How often does that really happen? We are living in such right. a fast-paced world. We are scrolling through the feeds of all the social media so quickly. Do we really stop and say, oh, what does that mean? Very rarely when we do stop the feed to read more is when it is something it's on our mind yeah. so if you can tie your book title into exactly who you know wants to know about you your book yeah. what you write about then you have a good title now sometimes people make the mistake and write a title about how i discovered this or how i elevated my whatever whatever i don't want to use a real example but something that is about you and using the title i is not the best way because right. you want the reader. You want to address the reader. Yes. How do you get better at losing weight? How do you um, become a better leader? Mm. Is a better approach to say how I became a better leader. That kind of removes the reader right. from the book title. So yes, I, did I answer that question? Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. I, and a, a follow up to that would be how many words or what's a minimum or maximum amount of words should be in a title yeah. i know some titles are one word just just one word big word awesome yeah. and then you and then you read you read it to find out what's awesome about it but <laughs> there, there are some titles that have multiple words in it I mean, is there a maximum number of words I wouldn't say there's a maximum or a minimum. What I would say is take a look at successful authors, at books that are already out there. And, you know, even people um, who have great, well-known books like, um, you know, how to, um, okay, I mean, just my mind is not, not quite coming to the title. 
but the the, the well-known one about um how to find people oh gosh i've got it quickly oh the, the highly successful people yeah, the one with you know, Dale Carnegie. yeah <laughs> Carnegie's book, how to win friends and influence influence <laughs> and, and that's a lot of words right there <laughs> but you know what that title did not that was not the first choice of his title he had three different ones and the wow. book didn't go anywhere with it it was wow. just not appealing yeah. until this particular title was found because that is what people were looking for so if you think about I want to write about whatever the topic is and you look at great books like that and you look at the titles I have a list of 100 for my clients for example and I always say take a look through these super successful book titles and see if you might be able to model not use it exactly like that but mm -hmm. model your topic on one of those and so then how many words you use is not as important as how does it sound with your message to use something like that so modeling on successful book titles is a really great way of finding a good successful title that people want to know more and want to read your book i have a recommendation for your next book go ahead the title <laughs> is going to be awesome <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna have the name the name awesome right across your chest awesome and they're gonna go what is awesome about her let me read that book <laughs> uh, how, how many books have you written secret I've written three and I'm right at the moment just starting on my fourth one focusing on elevating female leadership and oh. uh, that is the the, no, the direction I'm taking now so I, I want that. to write on that one I yes. can't wait to read that one <laughs> and that's really popular I know here in the United States um you know that's something that we're all focusing on is um on women leadership because obviously uh, in, in America, I don't know about Australia, but in America, <laughs> there needs to be an infusion of women in right. the political yeah. world as leaders. Um, and so, in fact, I think I got three or four invitations this week on mm -hmm. a leadership a global leadership conference for women. And there are other people that have workshops. So I think so in Australia, are you guys kind of in the same place we're in? <laughs> Yeah, look, they're working on exactly that, bringing more women into the political world for sure, but also in businesses, you know, to bringing them into the various levels to be up the top there and be part of the decision making. And I have got something in the workings that I won't use the full title just yet because I haven't <laughs> fully chiseled it out yet but okay. with the way the world is looking at the moment you know just imagine if we had more women making decisions would the world not look different how oh. would it look different so that's uh, something I want to look at uh, to to bring together through perhaps a series of interviews with um, decision-making women now and those that would like to. But also thinking about our next generation. You know, we have experience where we are at, but the new ones are coming through. You talked about working with young people, Crystal, earlier. How important is that to set an example, to leave a legacy in a book for them, but also mm -hmm. to work with them oh, to yeah. get their own path into leadership started now, early? Crystal, mm -hmm. maybe, maybe you might want to share with 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 secret and the audience a little bit about what you do with 
the the young the youth the young entrepreneurs because you are just amazing at what you do so you know just go ahead and explain that so everyone will understand what you do. So early on in my in my in my business career i i realized you know i the social responsibility component of my business is about giving back to youth and so um i actually um, had the privilege and the blessing of being a, th I'm a third generation entrepreneur. So I saw uh, my grandparents and my, my mom and, uh, uh, you know, having their own businesses, my aunt. And so I kind of knew my pathway. I knew where I was going to go with this. So, um, so I now do a program for kids. I've been doing it for about 15 years now, and I teach them how to be entrepreneurs. I'm a certified educator in that space. And um, we just help them come up with new ideas. And, and the whole, the goal is uh, at the very end of each uh, class, there's a competition. So they get to do Shark Tank style comp uh, uh, competing, <laughs> and then they get money. Everything we do has a, uh, there's mo it's monetized. An incentive to it. And there's an incentive, because <laughs> in business is always about you getting paid, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so we want them to know that early and uh, at the end, and then they come, they come in for a quick, uh, we do a three-week camp in the summer, and then we do a year uh, about a six-month extension in the fall, and then then the uh, competition that they go into in the fall uh, in the uh, spring early spring. Uh, the the prize goes from seven fifty all the way up, and I think the the caught the the dollar that's being bantered around right now is five grand. And so that's a lot for a child, a young person, yeah, right? Man. A middle schooler in order to have to infuse into to their business. But the goal is to get them started early. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's wonderful. And you're just mentioning you have got that background uh, in your family businesses, you know, others in the family had businesses. I guess I it was never really clear to me. I, I did also I had a very strong minded grandmother, for example, she was, uh, she was educated outside of her country of birth, which was very not very much not done in the in 1900s in mm -hmm. 1900 something and uh, probably some of that has come through to me to be fairly straight direct practical okay. and uh, it seems to have gone into my children they both have their own businesses these days and i do definitely love it when young people start looking at what can they do and i also love the idea of a lot of times the younger generation really wants to make a difference in the world and i think a book can certainly contribute to that whatever age you're at writing it right i think so fantastic so that's kind of what i do but i do have a so i'm gonna throw this title out so i actually have two books in the making right now one i think i'm gonna convert to a blog and then come back to a book but um my girlfriend and i years and years ago one of my first businesses was a dating service and this was before all of the match.com wow. and all of those people um yeah. so i've dated myself a little bit but that's okay um <laughs> And uh, so we want to revisit that because we did it for a number of years, but it wasn't a tangible thing on bankers' minds. So nobody was looking to invest in a dating service. Are you crazy? <laughs> 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 so, which is kind of some of the feedback we got. But now we're looking at creating a blog um, platform. And so the title, because she and I always get this, we never married. And they're always like, you're so beautiful. 
So why are you single? So that's going to be my title. <laughs> that's a powerful title. Because that will make anyone want to read what's, what's, com what's coming up next. <laughs> but I don't want to leave out males. I mean, Gilbert, for men, writing a book is equally valuable, of course, and in business too. So I have several, uh, you know, people that have approached me asking about for them to write a book, males writing a book, moving, again, moving from being uh, employed in an employee situation, moving out to becoming a consultant. And a book can really help there to elevate that uh, change over into a new direction. And uh, the same principles apply, making sure that you match the topic to what you want to achieve by having that book. To be a consultant, is it going to be, like you mentioned before, is it somewhere in the, um, you know, the government area where you need to perhaps send in uh, proposals? How does that work? How would it look like to have a book? as part of your promoting your services, or is it going to be uh, directly to other businesses? So so all of it is possible for males, for men, just as much. I don't want to leave you out. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. Now, our, our field correspondent in the chat, Mr. Gregory Sneed said, uh, I've heard three to seven words in a title is good. And then he said with Dale Carnegie, Dale Carnegie se se selected seven words. So I've heard the seven words uh, as well. I've heard that too, that, you know, you don't want to go beyond mm -hmm. seven. Because uh, when I did, um, when I did um, psychology back in, in undergrad in college, uh, it was suggested by my professor that it's really difficult for people to remember more than seven things in succession. So, mm -hmm. and, and the test that they would give us in class would be, okay, I'm going to throw out some colors at you. Red, green, brown, black, blue, purple, orange. And then you got to remember that. He's going to go around the class and say, okay, I just, I just said seven colors. I want you to give me in the same order. And you'd be surprised how many people could not recite it in the same order because the mind is not designed to remember the, the seven things are more in, in, in order. So, yeah, there's a psychology behind that. That, that's a really great point. And look, that is probably something that um, seems to happen. I was just counting the words of my 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 own titles on my books. <laughs> and I have to say, I'm around about that. So probably correct. So you're <laughs> safe. <laughs> I did it without thinking about it. So did you, <laughs> and but when I look at the books that are like in uh, on Amazon right now, especially all the political books that are out there. They they always have they do have a, a and it's pretty easy with the topic they're writing about, but they have a catchy title. I mean, just one word, but then they have a subtitle yeah. that that, yeah. that kind of breaks it down into what uh, um and and it absolutely amazes me 
how many books are being churned out like daily yeah. <laughs> yeah. right now in this political since, since Trump was a president there are books that come out like every 10 minutes right, right, right. <laughs> oh, sure. the subtitle or a pre-title they are supporting your main title yes. and you can really make use of more words there of course what what I would say is you really want to also perhaps distinguish between an already well-known person, maybe a politician themselves, who's mm -hmm. already very well-known. When they put a book out, the whole marketing machine around that is very different to you and I, and, and, and I'm just sort of saying that even though it might be a bit different, but the average coach consultant person in business putting their book out our marketing needs to be driven by us so there's going to be a lot of a different approach to somebody who's already well known and that comes down to what type of a title you can choose so if the person is already well known Tony Robbins or somebody like that Oprah mm. it makes it much easier to use a book title that may be more cryptic or not as easily understood initially because the person is known no, therefore no, people right. will want to read it right other people you really want to tap into the audience and make sure the people you want to read your book will understand and want to grab it that's right. what i would would say to no, that okay. yeah for sure you know i'm i'm ad i'm adopting uh, a strategy in my titles which i think could be catchy and it could be it could make the, the inquisitive mind want to check it out. So here's an example. And this is just something I'm throwing out there. Men and women cannot be friends. Here's why. So that <laughs> here's why would be the subtitle. You see what I mean? So now yeah. people want to go, oh, really? They can't be friends? Let me check it out. <laughs> that is brilliant. That is brilliant. Because the, here is why the question always draws the reason. Yes, yes. So, yeah. so, so that's my approach. When I, when I think of my books for small business, you know, I want to make a statement and then yeah. Here's why. <laughs> Here's why. That's that's absolutely brilliant. I love that, and that would draw it in. Uh, uh, you know, using using that idea. Uh, I think I think there are book titles, and I haven't lined anything up as examples here for you for for this today. But the, I'm sure you'll find that type of an example quite well, yeah. and especially um, to capture that attention which we yes. need to in this. Yes. I, I noticed some writers they do that so i was just kind of throwing it out there to see what you thought about that i think that's great that definitely catches the attention instantly so, um years and years ago obviously when you wrote a book you would go to a publisher and maybe get an editor and all that sort of stuff but i don't think that's as popular now what do you think about the, i mean that um strategy and self-publishing Okay, so the difference is the whole, you know, the whole arena of publishing has changed. Right. I, I, I did write quite a, a quite a detailed post about that once. That publishing, the whole idea of writing a book comes from the long time ago when it was really only educated. The scribes were the people who were able to write, and because that was such a, you know, highly valued. Uh, 
highly valued knowledge that you had to be able mm -hmm. to write that already elevated the whole idea of having something in writing and that you you know we know that's going through the ages and then when it came to publishers coming in when the printing press was invented and and printed books were possible the publishing houses started out when they were able to say hey we do the printing therefore we publish your book but we only want to have people of value people who already know something who already have an expertise that must go out there to more people and they kind of held that door closed for a very long time it was difficult to get your book published authors had to jump through loads and loads of hurdles even karen blixen um and uh, the, the name just jumped in me in into my mind she she wrote uh a, story and and wasn't couldn't get the publishers for ages she couldn't get published so she chose self-publishing in the end she published her book and um, herself after the success when the publishers saw that then they came and wanted to publish her so by today with self-publishing being possible that makes it easy if you want to publish just go and publish your book mm -hmm. there is nothing putting you down in any way whatsoever publishing your book on amazon or any of the other platforms out there you have the control and the direction to do with your book and to promote it and market it and uh, buy however many copies you'd like to have at any point in time it's all your choice you have that control so looking for a publishing house is one thing it's not necessary necessary for you to be a valued author. You can easily publish it yourself. I've published my books myself on Amazon. They're available. And particularly the one, Build Your Business with a Book, um, is, is easily available anywhere in the world by just mm. going onto Amazon and finding my I name. I like that title, Build Your Business with a Book. With I book. like that. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> and, I, and I love the, the because uh, and I'm going to have to mar uh, do some marketing for you because a lot of my <laughs> clients don't, you know, they're right at that 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 split, that point where they need to hire someone, but they don't really know how. And so the turnover is so high because they're not looking like mm. you said, you knew exactly what you needed in an employee. Most people just feel they need a warm body. And then they find out, no, you need something a little bit more than a warm, warm body in order to, <laughs> to run a business. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, look, it's it, it, the, the publishers coming back to the publishing for a moment. There is a lot out there and it's totally up to your own choice what you want to do. So I, I have had coaches. Uh, with high-end qualifications come to me. They did publish with a well-known publishing house and they just wouldn't, were not making book sales. The publishing house focused predominantly on book sales and they did get them out there into interviews and onto speaking circuits and yet they still didn't sell any more books or got any better well-known. Oh, really? you know, they weren't able to do. And those that have published on Amazon, they use their own strategy and they and they put their own actions into place and they sell loads of books or not even so much selling the books, giving them away, but getting clients back into the, uh, into the business, which can be much, much better for them and still be well known. So 
depends on the individual person. Definitely self-publishing is easy and does not detract from your status as an so, author. So I have been a recording artist and still am, still am. And therefore, I know the importance of publishing mm. as, as a recording artist. Now, maybe you can share with our audience the difference between the publishing or the, imp I should say, the importance of the publishing and, ro and, the, the, and the difference between that and royalties. Can you speak to that a little bit? So the royalties will be shared. If you use a publisher, they will have part of the royalties or whatever contract they give you so that they get their return. Now, uh, again, we would need to distinguish here if you are a well-known personality, that's a completely different picture mm -hmm. as to what happens there behind the scenes around the book and who gets what as a return. Yeah. Um, as an individual in business, as a business um you want to have a look at what does the publisher offer. So I had a client, she went with one of the online publishing houses, very well known. She was very disappointed in her experience that she had. She spent quite a, a lot of money and never got published the way she was hoping for. Mm -hmm. uh, another uh, coach with good qualifications in the coaching scene used a publishing house um, she got publishing, they gave her a lot of extras with the publishing. She gets very little of the royalties. She said that to me and there weren't a lot of sales happening, but she was excited that the publisher was opening doors for her for interviews and being in, in the media. Still, it was not converting for her. Mm. And people oh. publishing themselves on Amazon are doing great. Um, they're not using just putting the book there and hoping for to be found, but they're actively engaging in promotion activities. So it's very important when someone is considering writing a book to really research the publishing aspects, the royalty aspect, and any other type of... because. There might be some level of management involved in that too. So you may have to pay a management fee. You know, a buddy of mine just uh, released a book and don't ask me the title. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed to say that, but it was on the New York uh, top 10 bestseller list. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, yes, he, he, yeah. did, he did a great job because he did a lot of research. He did research for about a year on... The market, mm. books, titles, publishing, royalties, having a manager to manage all of that for you. So, yeah, yeah he, he did some great research. And I must say that he made um, he, he made a good decision. Crystal, you know who he is. It's Ambro. Ambro Black. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. And also, uh, what's the name? Uh, uh, T.J. Lofton. He when he wrote yes. his book, but he uses his book. So I, I, I'm secret was saying, you know, in the beginning, really recognizing what you're going to use the book for, right? Yes. So yes. he mm. used the book because he wanted to be able to speak. He he was using it to elevate his speaking platform, and he's spoken mm -hmm. all over the country. And I think he's actually even gone international on his topics. That's kind of what I'm looking at doing is to use it to elevate um, that platform for me. Cause mm. I guess you, 
need I guess that validates you, I assume. <laughs> Your subject matter expertise. <laughs> but so, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, sorry. You're absolutely right. What you want to do with it, what, what, how are you going to use it is important. So this idea that, you know, I write it first and then I find a publisher or I publish it, whatever, and then I look for some marketing. This is what my whole key uh, framework is about. That's not how it works because those phases of writing, publishing and marketing, they are completely interlinked and yeah. you need to really, you know, start with the marketing in mind at the beginning. So there are strategies if you want to use it to elevate your speaker's career. For example, you want to make sure the book title is very much on topic and li in line with what you want to speak about so okay. then you can use your book and sell it at your at the events where you are speaking but think of it this way uh, how much is maximum you can sell a book for of a reasonable size i mean you are looking 20 30 something dollars yeah. that's not a you have to think about how many you have to sell yeah. and then right. you have to think about how am i going to sell that many right. um with with the personality i am at this point in time so it makes a lot more sense in my mind to look at how can i use the book how is this book going to bring me clients so even if you sell the book at $27 and every so often you bring it down to $4 on a special, but yeah. you're bringing clients right. to right. you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That makes yeah. to me so much more. Even when uh, Gilbert and I, when we launched the, the podcast um, seven years ago, um, it had, for, from a marketing standpoint, it was the best tool that could have possibly, it, I couldn't have done better. Because, <laughs> <laughs> in fact, it probably worked too too well because now <laughs> I'm always busy. But it was exceptional at really placing us in the, in the limelight of being uh, except, um uh, SJEs of who we are and what we are. Last night I was telling Gilbert, I was on my way out of an event and this young man ran over. It's like, oh my God, you're Crystal. You're Crystal Mitchell, right? And I'm like, yeah. He said, oh, you're all over LinkedIn. Every time I open up my computer, you are there. You are really doing it. Thank you. And I went, okay. <laughs> so, so from a marketing, so it's the same thing. I mean, obviously, it's content. So you're creating content and, yeah. you, and you create. Absolutely. And what you're saying, you know, with the social media opportunities that we have, uh, something that I do see authors uh, uh, do that is not really that great is that they constantly, they've written a book, oh, look at my book, come and buy my book, here's my book, my book, my book. That's not really elevating you as the expert or right. the authority. You want to talk about the topic that you wrote about. My book, Build your business with a book. For example, I would say there now, you are a chiropractic business. You can certainly write a book and build your business with that. I'm describing that in my book in chapter. Da, da. I don't know which chapter it is right okay. now. <laughs> <laughs> but it is in there. So, <laughs> so instead of promoting my book by my book, I promote what's in there or yeah. the that I wrote about. And you have a much better return right. and be seen for a lot more and spoken to, oh, you did write a book on the topic I wanted to know about. You know, it makes sense. But these are the little things that are not known at this stage. And that's why people like myself helping um, those that want to write are really uh, a, a good uh, addition to not just doing it on your own. Now, for those of you, sorry, Crystal, 
For those of you who are just tuning in, this is The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4.30. And this program is for small business, micro-businesses, and entrepreneurs who are just starting or, or in an existing industry. We bring on very special guests every week. And today, our very special guest is Miss Sigrid de Caste, and she's an author of of multiple books she also coaches on the subject and uh, if guys if you're thinking of writing a book don't know how to go about it what you need to do she can be a coach for you she could be a guide for you so real soon we're going to put her information in the chat so i'd like you to uh just keep on uh, uh watching this show watch this amazing show that we're having i'm learning so much from her because my co-host and I, we're planning on launching our books soon, and we're getting some valuable tips here from Ms. DeCaste, okay? So uh, it's, keep watching. Yeah, in fact, uh, Gilbert and I have been talking about um, transcribing our 700 videos, not all of them, but <laughs> the key ones. <laughs> and because we do, in addition to interviews, we also do uh, class and session in this platform. And so creating an ebook so that we can, we, we're looking now to monetize. The marketing was fantastic, but now it's time to monetize. <laughs> yes, so right. we're looking at the different op opportunities that we can do that with. Um, uh, do you think that as a published artist that it's good to also have a the 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 audio version of the book? I know that um, in the last what 10, 15 years that's become very popular. Uh, mm. what do you what are your thoughts on that? Look, it's certainly an area to look at. And if you want to spread your name across, uh, you know, online further and wider, that's a good opportunity there to do so for those who prefer to listen to books uh, rather than reading them. And there is a large audience there, absolutely. Uh, personally, for me, I haven't made it a priority, but certainly clients wish to do so and they can. And again, uh, you can do that, take control of that and do it yourself through the Amazon uh, uh, process there. They offer you all the tools and all the opportunities to take your book into the audio version very uh, quickly and easily, for example. And absolutely something that you can do. And tapping into what you just mentioned about uh, you know, transcribing your videos or your podcasts, what you've done already. That's a great idea. And it's a really wonderful way to bring you, the essence of you, into a book. And again, the key point there would be to plan what is this book going to do for you. And then you only have to bring into the book what is relevant to what you want to achieve. Ah. So, Got that, Gilbert? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, that, I'm taking notes. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty up. So um, uh, Greg did have a comment. and we're, I'm, It was up at the top of it. He says, you have an Australian and a New England accent. Were you born in Australia or were you another country? I was born in Germany, so my accent switches. <laughs> Uh, different people hear different accents. Uh, I seem to have uh, I seem to have a way sometimes to adjust my accent to who I speak with, okay. um, or, or people just hear it differently. To um, yeah, 
Yeah, so just depends on where, 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 where their ears have been, huh? <laughs> so do you have both um, um, clients in America or all over the world or most of them in Australia? Now, it's a global world that uh, that we all live in. I absolutely love it. And I do really love Australia because of its multicultural approach here and the way I have always found being able to connect with people from anywhere else in the world and through that also having clients anywhere. I have been traveling the world extensively before we had this big shutdown there for a for a while. Mm -hmm. I have seen a lot uh, of the world. I've been to the US and various places. Uh, San Francisco is beautiful. LA is beautiful. I drove down on that coast oh, road myself. Wow. I just, I loved it. It was absolutely fantastic. So connecting with people that way. And what I like right now is that we can do it in this technical way by not having to fly over there and spend the time traveling and spend you know uh, all the uh, exhaustive changeover with the time zones and so on we can do it in this way and stay where we are and still be connected and work with people in their own time and time zone from where you are wherever you are Awesome, awesome. So do you prefer this or when you had your retail stores, you prefer being in business the way you are as a coach and a consultant versus having to be at a at a place 24-7? <laughs> I love I love it this way because I can, you know, connect with the world this way just by sitting here on my computer. It's uh, it's faster, it's easier and it's fun. I constantly learn something new. All the things I've learned from you two today, just in, engaging and interacting with you. I still have a connection to retail. My daughter became a qualified award-winning actually jeweler. So she has a retail store where I do go into Okay. Help out a little bit. So that's, yeah, that's quite exciting. So I still got that connection to retail, but not in a big way. This is the way for me to go now. Okay. It's amazing that you 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 didn't know anything about the jury, but evidently you loved it enough that it became a passion for your daughter. And that's what she is. And what business is, she, is it? You have a son and a daughter or? Yes, and my son is into, um, he's into games, into online games programming. So he's worked in that space for a long time. Uh, and and he, that's what he loves these days. Yes. Awesome. All very global. <laughs> <laughs> so how, you, how can uh, someone reach you, Seagrid? How, how do they reach you? Is it through email, phone number? Your, your sound has gone crazy. Oh, I'm sorry. I think she can hear you. Can you hear me uh, she, right now? Can you hear me? It's, it's speeded up or something. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. That's great. <laughs> how, how, how about now? How about now? There you go. That's better. Oh, better. better. Yes, yes. So, Look, I, I think a good way is I'm definitely in LinkedIn. That is one of the biggest platforms to be able to connect with people easily and send messages. That's always the most direct way um, to just send mm -hmm. me a message. I respond very quickly and, and put any questions to me. I'm very happy to answer questions individually. I do offer a free 30-minute discovery session when people have an idea already about writing a book and they're not quite sure how to step forward with it. I'm quite happy 
happy to have a discussion with them in that time. And the the link to access there is on uh, is on my LinkedIn profile. Just to click the um, the, the link and and come jump across. There's a lot of information on my website now. My website still carries my uh, marketing agency's name, stickybeakmarketing.com. But if that is too mm-hmm. tricky to write down, just look at my <laughs> <laughs> just look at my name, Sigrid Dacasti. Push that all together, no spaces, dot com, and you'll get to my website. Oh, I like okay. that. I, I like the sticky. Yeah. I didn't see that until <laughs> after I had done it. Oh, that is, I missed that. <laughs> but I did, I did put that on Facebook earlier, because I thought that was such a cute, it, clever little name. I, I, I think that yeah, it, spe- it speaks to people. Now, I believe the the uh, explanation or the meaning of sticky beak has, has got different meanings around the world. I wasn't fully aware of that here in Australia. Sticky beak means to be nosy, to dig into your business or into your book idea. That's how I interpret it. What is okay. it you want to achieve? I'm being a sticky beak. I'm going to ask lots of questions. <laughs> I, I love, love it. it. <laughs> we're we're going to borrow that phrase and use it. Sticky yeah. beak. I'm being nosy. Yes. <laughs> Get all up in your business. <laughs> your finan- For me, it's financial business. <laughs> you have been awesome. And I hope we continue on our, our, our relationship and friendship here. We definitely uh, want to have you back. Yeah, it's been amazing. And uh, we'll, when we finally get our book together, we'll we'll let you know. Yes. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll run it by you and see if we pass a, a sniff test. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> if it passes a sticky bee test. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. But you've been amazing. Thank you so much. And congratulations on all of your success as well. And uh, I think I, I connected to you on on LinkedIn already. I think I did so this morning. Oh, yeah. Um, and you were, our, I guess, Gilbert, you were already connected. Oh, yeah. I was already connected. And, you know, she okay. was talking about our book. I said, hmm, I got to have this lady on the podcast so <laughs> she can talk to our, our folks about, because We've got quite a bit of people around us now. You know, you know, today there's all kinds of everybody's doing a book now, but there are some genuine people out there who really have quality material for a book. So we mm-hmm. want to reach out to those and provide them that guidance and that support that you have. You know, so I'm sure with some of them are listening right now. They're not subscribing at all. We call them ninja watchers. So ninja. They're, they're, they're listening and watching, but they're not subscribing. So hopefully what they heard from you today will encourage them to start subscribing so they'll get more information about you and uh, reach out to you and get their coaching session going on. And, and like I well, like I said earlier, um, you know, my 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 um uh, client that passed away. I was so proud of her. Um, it was sudden for all of us. Uh, it's sudden for her as well. But the one thing 10 years ago, she was doing something and she was going through uh, some work stuff that was just absolutely horrendous and really stressful for her in her life. And so she had come to me and as, as a, um, as a client asked me for really for inspiration, she wanted to have her own, she had had a radio show many years before and she wanted her own podcast and we had just launched. And so we talked about it mm. and uh, 
So she was in that place. I said, well, reinvent yourself. Go back to what you really are passionate about doing. And so she, uh, and I invited her to a conference that I was going to that was like, I call it the Wakanda world of inspiration. And uh, she went with me, she came back and she started her podcast. It's called um, Her Voice, Her her business, her voice, her conversation. And she spoke with women and interviewed women all over the world uh, in the last 10 years. And then she wrote her book on her reinvention. And so as we were celebrating her life last week, uh, we looked back and like, wow, she made a big, she, she had a big footprint in this last 10 years. Yeah. And so she left a legacy for her daughter and her grandkids so that, and her mom's spirit will live on in all those people that she touched. So I would say from, from that standpoint, a book is how you leave that legacy. Absolutely, I agree with you there. That's, that's really a great way of leaving your legacy. And, you know, even a, a family story legacy is something worthwhile to put into a book to leave for other families. As I mentioned, I've come from Germany into this country here, Australia, to live here. So I have a lot to tell my children and children's children and so on about that move, that journey. So that can go into a family uh, a family history type book. Uh, uh, all of that is possible these days to do, to write and leave a legacy or for your business or for your family. So great, great way of awesome, doing that. Awesome. Okay. Any parting words, my friend, <laughs> my new friend? <laughs> I, look, I love your show, especially that you are, uh, you know, offering information not just from me, but from all those different uh, people you bring on here to share their knowledge, their expertise for those starting in business, those entrepreneurs, those that want to really get into more and better business for themselves. It's wonderful. Thank you for asking, having asked me and having me on here. And you are great hosts. We thank we you. Thank you very much. You we appreciate it. Comfortable. So did we pass the, <laughs> the, the what's he call it? The, the sticky, the sticky bee. The sticky bee test. Yes, we definitely will. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and, and Gilbert, you have a story too, because your migration or immigration to America, yes, creating a business that's another book. I, for yeah, you. that's another book, and I really should get on it right now because <laughs> the, I'm, I'm starting to forget things, so I, I might forget a big part of my journey. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to have you yeah, get it in print my brother get it in i print. know i gotta put it in print or record it verbally and then do that uh transcription <laughs> that we were talking about earlier but uh definitely uh secret yeah. we really are happy to have you here um we we um weren't really sure um what areas of the book writing we were going to get into, but once a conversation starts, and that's the thing with all the guests that come on this show, when we get on here, it's like family. It's like we're sitting in a living room and we're, we're having conversations. So 
we just start embellishing a lot of things and start learning things and, you know, learning about the sticky bee, you know? So, <laughs> <laughs> so we're, we're welcoming you to our business zone family and it's yes. been a pleasure. And um, now I know you guys don't celebrate Thanksgiving, not, not like we do anyway, but um, uh, have a great ho holiday season. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yes. And happy, um, happy Thanksgiving for next week for you. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you. you very much. Thank you. Been awesome. You can be a guest on the show anytime. So you just reach out to us. You have our contact information. Just reach out. We just put your contact information in the chat. So uh, for our viewers and listeners, please go to the chat and you'll get Miss Secret DeCasta's information. And she's an amazing lady. She she's got this this aura of elegance to her. You know, she's just so elegant. <laughs> like someone you see at the Academy Award, you know. <laughs> she says, "Okay, right." She'll, she'll turn one of her books into a film. Exactly. <laughs> so, thank you so much. We really appreciate you. It's been wonderful being here. Thank you. Thank. Thank you very much. All right, guys, we are going to uh, sign off early today yes. and wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving. Yes. Be safe, eat safe. Uh, yesterday on the community briefing, I have another podcast. I actually have three podcasts. I, I, I have a thing about the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we had a guy on that is a food safety guy. And boy, after he got through telling us about how to be safe doing Thanksgiving dinner, everybody is going, okay, we'll just be drinking sparkling water. <laughs> <laughs> but Thanksgiving. <laughs> so, but have a wonderful holiday season, guys. And again, remember, uh, November is Black Friday. So go out and support the businesses on Friday, Cyber Monday on uh, Small Business Saturday on Saturday. So support those businesses in your community. And then on Monday, Cyber Monday, support those businesses that are on and specifically small businesses because they need your help. And then of course, on Tuesday, we're going to give back to all of the nonprofits that are servicing uh, people, servicing uh, uh, populations that are in need uh, during the holiday season. So please make sure you are committed to your community through the month of November. And we are signing on off and we will see you guys next. Oh, no, we will not see you until uh, December 1st. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll just do a few reruns of some amazing show. We'll probably do this one with <laughs> Miss Secret the Caste. So you guys can yeah. hear her again and really tapping to the, the knowledge and information she provides. But we just want to say thank you again for tuning in. You could be anywhere else in the world today, but you decided to tune into the business zone and you watch us and you've seen what Mr. Casty has to say, what my co-host Crystal has to say and myself. So folks, keep on watching this great channel. We'll provide you with great information. See ya. Bye-bye. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz pro, I saw we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a business man, yes I'm an entrepreneur